Welcome to Because Black, a show where we discuss fun things, strange things, wrong things, and all things black. Each week, we bring you three interesting tidbits of information. Where's the brief? Where we talk about branding, marketing, advertising, and wonder, what exactly were they thinking? The Minute of Joy, where we point to something that we found interesting in the culture this week that we think is worth sharing. And lastly, Appropriation Smackdown, where basically, we just ask for our stuff back. I'm Jen. And I'm Jordan. And this is Because Black. This week's episode, Try the Best Western. Where's the brief? (laughs) Um, I am excited that we have a Where's the Brief this week that's not like, look at this (laughs) (laughs) dum-dum. This is... um, one that's good and timely. Um, I'm sure that the brand thought about this when they launched the ad, but it's the um, ad that Gillette did about the African-American transgender man and his first shave. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because like, I was ready to see everybody get, like, where's the hate Twitter about this? Where's the trolls in the comments? Say, oh, but boycott Gillette. Because right. <laughs> you'd like to treat everybody the same. I'll not have it. When they told men to stop being trash, they got real upset. I know. It's like, what's wrong with people? So I don't understand why, like, this... I mean, I'm not wishing that it had happened. I just don't understand. Um, and I find it interesting that this ad didn't garner that same kind of... Um, negative response in fact like they just did i I don't know who conducted the survey it might have been through ad week or ad age but a survey um that said that the responses to the ad were mostly positive so we'll put a link to the article in the post so yay and i would have loved to have been in the room for the writing of this brief oh my gosh yes like it's so Perfect in a way. I'd use that word, but it's just like, oh my god! I wish. Mm-hmm. I wish. I would I mean, work on projects like this. Yes, because clearly, I don't know, like, who knows who was in the room? Because we talk about this a lot, like, is it the fact that there's not um, voices with different perspectives in the room that lead to things like, let's do a black face sweater, Gucci, and we'll keep calling them out. Yeah, no, um, we're not going to let you go. <laughs> but... <laughs> Or is it that there are people in the room who are naturally inclined to to be able to put themselves in the shoes of somebody else and who are thinking yeah. about the culture in different ways? Like, we will never know because, you know, we weren't on the campaign. Right. But, but it's clear that somebody was like, this is a story about a rite of passage that every man has to go through. Mm-hmm. latest too but it's on our legs or maybe not <laughs> I'm not judging if you want to have some hairy legs I'm here for you mine are hairy all winter because you need that warmth but <laughs> this is a rite of passage that um, all men go through and it's just treated as that and this man happens to be a transgender man and he mm-hmm. is shown I think what surprised me there's a moment in the ad when um, his father is showing, is showing him how to shave and yeah. He's finished, and he puts his hand on his father's face in this way that's just like, it's so, it was so powerful to me. I just yeah. loved it. Like, they clearly love each other. Like, yeah. um, it's just, it was a powerful ad, and I'm really happy that this brief happened. I kind of feel like the brief might have been just, let's 
tell the story of a, of someone's first shave. Exactly. And then somebody had the bright idea to be like, a lot of people who you who we don't normally include in this conversation mm-hmm. have their first shave. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Somebody was in the room, finally. Mm-hmm. My hope is that in the future that someone transgender will be in the room or someone, you know, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe they are. Yeah, maybe they know. are. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll... I just love that there's finally a normal story. The whole the whole thing was not about him being transgender. To do it was with about it. him shaving. It's finally. To do with it, yeah. Finally. I mean, we talked about this <laughs> in the ancestry.com app. We're like, right. Mike, like, like, I hate to keep normal. bringing that up because it's a painful thing. But, <laughs> like, why can't, exactly, why can't it just be, when things like, when the culture... Um, marginalized cultures are normalized mm-hmm. in the conversation. Yeah. It's so powerful, not just for like, it's so powerful for everybody on the margins. Yeah. Like this, I'm sure is, is um, really meaningful for transgender people, but it also, I would imagine resonates with people, people of color, differently abled people, um, el- like anybody who's on the margins, people who are 50 plus, who exactly. we never talk about, right? right? And uh, other than to say, like, get some Cialis, uh, <laughs> some, uh and like get that thing so you fall down and somebody will come and help you. Like, yeah. we're not talking about them in ways that make an experience that we are all gonna have at some point. Like, yeah, God willing, the creep don't rise. I am going to get old. Exactly. Like, I, the alternative is I am going to fall down dead. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> I would like to get old. Yeah. Um, so I feel like this is a great example of um, just a kind of quiet approach yeah. to um, bringing people to the table. For sure. I would agree. I like this story a lot because it's so normal. Mm-hmm. It's weird to be having this conversation because I'm I like, know. who can we make fun of? <laughs> we have no Why aren't control. we laughing? <laughs> <laughs> we have not trolled anyone in this segment. So, kudos I'm, to you, Gillette. I'm for happy for it. I'm happy for it. I'm here for it all take day. Take steps in the right direction. Yep. Keep yep. getting it right. So, I was going to play a clip, but I'm I'm worried that it's... I would rather... Like, I don't want to take it away from it. So, yeah. let's just... We'll put the link in the show notes, and then if you haven't seen it, get out from under your rock and click <laughs> click the link we'll to watch the it. ad. It's amazing. It is... Where's the brief? They had one. They had and it <laughs> was good. One. They had a brief and it was good. Man. The end. This is a moment in the show where we like to stop and thank our sponsors. This week's episode brought to you by the United Kingdom. Because you guys put up with a lot this week. <laughs> Your moments of joy, my moments, moments of, of joy. joy, moments of joy. So this week's moment of joy, huh. it's above me now. <laughs> so <laughs> the best Western is next door. <laughs> if you have not heard, I don't know how. Um, you need to get you some black friends and get on Black Twitter. Um, so, how can I set this story up? I want to give it all the justice, justice yes, because it deserves. It is because like, it's great. We have talked before about like some stories have this like movie arc. It's yeah. just like, dirt, dirt, <laughs> dirt was done. How was he going to get retribution? 
Apologies are made and not accepted. <laughs> Stay at the Best Western. Western. Exactly. Do, do. It's a must be now. Yep. So there is um, this this guy who works the front desk at a hotel. Um, Holiday Inn Express. Holiday Inn Express. Shout out because mm. they did it right. Listen, I've been staying at the Holiday Inn Express since I was a child. And I still love it every time I go. Never had a bad experience. So shout out to y'all. They're not going to give us, like, <laughs> FYI. First of all, nobody from management at Holiday Inn Express is listening to this. No, no. So I, I betcha. Shout I betcha. out to Liz and Orangeburg being a black woman, being the manager of the Holiday Inn Express almost all of my childhood. Okay. Orangeburg, South Carolina. All right, Liz. If you could, if you could shoot us some discount passes. <gasps> Do they have a buffet? They Breakfast buffet? Kind of. Okay, that, that did, not sound, did not sound promising. All right, well, whatever. Let's just make sure that the people at the Holiday Inn Express upper management hear this so that we can get Please. something free. Exactly. You Even if us. it's like a visor. I a pen. Something. Yeah. Continue. Half off. I digress. Um, so this young guy, he works at the Holiday Inn Express. And so the whole the whole problem is this woman comes into the... No, she actually calls in to the hotel and he's trying to explain to her that she cannot book a room over the phone with him. She needs to call the 1-800 number. That's how they do it. That's the process. Or go online. She could just pull up her mm-hmm. phone and do it. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to help her through that process. Like, I understand you wish that you could just tell me and I could book it for you, but I don't have the authority to do that. That's not the process anymore. We don't mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. So she does not know that he is still on the phone. And oh, she is please talking. check to make sure you hung up. Listen, <laughs> she decides to run talk out the side of her neck to whoever she's in the car with or wherever she is, I'm thinking it's her husband, and calls this man the worst word that can come out of, of anyone's mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> towards a black person in a uh-huh. negative way. With an, a modifier exactly. that begins with F <laughs> and rhymes with trucking. Exactly. She decides to call him out of his name. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm on the phone with this effing. And I'm like... He hears he her. He hears it. So. And I think he says, like, excuse me. And ex- she just, like, right. and she just, like, hang up. Quiet. Exactly. And hangs up. What's so, that, like, the meme, the boop, 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 whoop meme, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. We need to put that one, too. We need to put that If you haven't seen that full clip. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Okay. Because I would derail this. Because that clip is hilarious. Oh, um, my God. So she pulls up to the Holiday Inn, right? Mm-hmm. And now is in there in faux tears, like, I just want to book. I just really want my mom just died, and I want to book a hotel room. All my family's staying here. And he's like, I'm sorry. I don't know what I can do for you. It's above me now. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. Yeah. I cannot help yep. you. It's, I it's above you. me. I reported it to management, and I asked yes. them what to do, and they said, she cannot stay here. Yes, that's the best part. That it looks as part. if he's just taking his own authority mm-hmm. and saying, no, you can't stay here. The best Western is next door. But what he actually did, he called management, and management said, no, she will not be staying at this hotel. We Thank don't you. accept them. Thank you, Holiday Thank you, Backing up your employees and knowing that we don't accept 
that racist bigotry and prejudice mess over here at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> so, take it to the Best Western. <laughs> if you want to, to be racist. Best, exactly. The Best Western's next door. You guys have to watch this clip because it is amazing. It is it great. Is. He did it in such a way. He was so nice about it. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect when you know you have people backing you and you can just be so calm and someone is just like, oh, can you please look? I know I called you I didn't mean it. Yeah, exactly. I said, or no, my she, she didn't mean it. She, she didn't said, I'm exactly. sorry. She's like, I'm just going through a lot. I'm, I'm going through like... pain. Her daughter shows up. I'm like, Mike, can you please just let my mom stay here? Our My grandma just died. Her mom died. And she's just going through a lot. So pain makes you racist now. But here's the thing like, about what? that that's so interesting to me is that it's not like the daughter showed up and was like, what? Right. My mother? Never. She was like, I know. Exactly. <laughs> I know. She just was She's sorry. Like, I know that's what she knew, um, <laughs> but please let her stay here. Yeah. Her, all the family's staying here. He's like, it's above me now. I'm sorry. She said what she said. Mm-hmm. That was that was good, and he was like, "Oh!" When she said, "I'm in pain," he was like, "I, I was I, in pain. I was in pain when I heard I was when I heard that too." Mm-hmm. So, I fell down on the ground. Like so, no. So this is the best moment of joy when you can flex on people who've done your own, and you got management backing you up. It's the perfect scenario. Yeah, because both of those things really they don't happen together. They really don't. But I feel like so you know how like I think joy is terrible, and we should just not have so much of it. <laughs> I do have to point out. Oh gosh, I'm, your I'm just saying this is an example where you have to. Let's just be. We have to take the good with the bad. We do. That moment was a seminal mm-hmm. uh, experience in my week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like speaking truth to power. I need it. I need a <laughs> placard. I'm ready to do it. But our friend who thought it was above him now, has been... This is what happens. It's the milkshake duck phenomenon, where you do something amazing or good, and then people are like, let's go back to the way back machine. Let's see what you were saying on Twitter in 2010. That was some terrible mess. They got you. They got you, right? So this young man has been... Because people were like... Like, I feel like there are people who just spend their days, like, you're not that great. Let me look up with that your old Twitter and figure out. And they will find everything you've ever said about any issue. Yes. So he has made some, it was discovered that he made some transphobic comments. He identifies himself as um, a homosexual male. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, it just begs the... It makes it clear that people often assume that folks on the margins all, like, get together and have secret meetings. Like, all the people whose Mm -hmm. sexual practices um, deviate from what is, quote-unquote, the norm. Like, we, everybody's like, okay, you guys go over here. (laughs) And y'all all all get... Nope, that's not the way it works. Like, people at the margins are just trying to live... Sometimes we don't have time to help other people. We don't care. Like, we're focused on our our own problems. Yeah. Which is not to say that we should discriminate against other people. Too. So, it's interesting to me that um, people were so outraged that as a gay male that he would be... He would have a problem with, with transgendered folks. And mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily that surprised. I know. Yeah. Um, but, so... I just say that just so that nobody... Of the two people, including my mother and father, who are going to listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I say three people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get three mean comments. Like, but you know, he, um, 
you know, said some transphobic things. And he did. Yeah. He did. He doubled down, which is the mistake that I think everybody makes at the yeah. beginning. Just take the L and apologize. Take, it, take the L and apologize. And he eventually did. Yeah. Um, but it's always after the double down. Now I know. it doesn't matter. I know. <laughs> like, you... like, I just don't understand. Like, maybe I am just, I spend way more time screwing up in my life than other people do. So I'm used to it. I'm like, yep, I did that. That was a dumb mess. I was a dumb dumb. But like, I'm not. If it's if people call me, I'm being wrong. I'll just be wrong. It's okay. It's okay to be wrong. Yes. Um. So there's that. The other side of that coin. But I will say that I am, and I think you are too. Here for it's above me now all day. Yeah, it's above me now. I think you have changed your email signature. I have. Mm-hmm. It is a whole mood. When someone comes at you with something that you know they have no business coming at you with, say, it's a buggy now. <laughs> don't even... That's the only response you have to give and walk away. Mm-hmm. No. I don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. The Best Western is literally next door. You can go over there. <laughs> talk to them. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, on a scale of hateration to... I gotta sure. give. I have gotta put it squarely in the middle. Yes, because I there agree. is. I agree with you. Wow. You know. Look at us agreeing. On look at us agreeing. It must be something. There must be something in the water. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> I feel like George just came back from Shout vacation. Shout out to Carrie Underwood. Oh <laughs> damn it! Stop. Um, hey, he's so good no, with the okay. country. He's so good with the country. <laughs> you know I am. Um, George just came back from vacation, so maybe we're inclined to be uh, in more agreement with each other than having seen each other all week. Exactly. It's like, I didn't have a chance to get on your nerves. You didn't have a chance to get on my nerves. We're happy. And we agree on time. We're colored. Give me a hug. Now we have to put that link because you know people don't know. Like, what is that? Come on. Did they just say colored? We're happy. Oh, my God. Okay. You stop. You're about to get a four and a half. Thank you for, for this week's moment that. of joy. Yes. Five joy. on the scale. Five. Five on the scale. We'll give them a little hydration. Yep. Appropriation. I have to say, I have some feelings about this week's cultural appropriation. Okay. Smackdown. How do you feel? Lar- I feel angry. Mm. Because the first time we recorded this, <laughs> oh, you happened to get me. It didn't work. I'm not angry at you. <laughs> mm. It didn't work. So now we have to record it again. And like, I just don't. I feel like I left a lot of genius I know, on the first was a lot. track. And I thought you were about to come for me for not knowing that one lady. Oh you. my god! <laughs> yeah. So we were going to do uh, cultural appropriation smackdown. I'm talking about Selma Blair. Um, Jordan said, who's that lady? Is she famous? When I showed him her picture. And then I got real angry and melted into the ground. And she changed the story. <laughs> and I changed the story. So, blah, 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 blah. Um, so here we are at the second version, Appropriation Smackdown V2. V2. For this episode. Um... And we are talking about um, our friends at Budweiser, 
Are they our friends? I mean, I will take any. I will take any and all comers at this point. If, <laughs> I will take a friend. I could use some. Yeah, I had a friend named me. Oh, stop! It's you National Best explain. Friends Day. Is today National Best yeah. Friends Day? We should go find our each other's best friends and get out of here. <laughs> Sometimes you tell me lies. No, it is June eighth. National Best Friends. It is. It's also Worldwide Knit in Public Day. Wow. There's a lot of things happening today. It's busy. It is. It's busy. Um. So let's hurry up and get this appropriation smackdown done, so we can do some knitting and some best friending. Yeah. Shall we? Okay. So, um, in keeping with the month, actually, we're talking about things that are being celebrated. This June is Pride Month, and a lot of the stuff that we've talked about so far today has to do with that, just because that's what's in the news. Mm. And um, if you think about, you know, cultures, like, there is a culture around folks who identify with one more or all of the um, things that the acronyms in LGBTQ represent. Mm -hmm. And so this... We're talking about Budweiser UK kind of making it a step and appropriating the symbols of gay, transgendered, um, questioning, bisexual, whatever the mm-hmm. um, whatever the identifier is, appropriating those symbols for the purposes of selling beer during Pride Month. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's interesting because this could have been where's the brief. Right. Or cultural appropriation. Exactly. Because where's the brief? I kind of do want to know, like, who, what? Right, like, what who wrote this little ditty? It's the intent. Target audience. Yeah. Them folks over there. Mm. You know? So. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I would like to imagine that this was done with the best of intentions. I mean, I don't, we joke about this a lot, but people are always like, it wasn't my intention. Mm. But, uh. Yeah. But you still hurt my feelings. But you still hurt my feelings. <laughs> do you use outcome or intent to, to determine whether or not something is good? I don't know. But um, in any case, they are getting a lot of um, backlash for this. And we'll put a link to the campaign in the show notes. Yeah. Um, I think it's all great that Budweiser wants to support Pride in London. Um, other people, not so much. Um, people, <laughs> those responses have been from... Like, there's one that says, you know, none of this actually makes the beer drinkable. It's just like, owie. Yeah. Aww. Aww. You went hard. <laughs> hurt my feelings. Ouch. Yeah, others are saying, you know, why should a brand be jumping into, they're calling it quote unquote politics this way. So, stating mm. out of, oh, this, interestingly, this, um, I just noticed that this tweet in response to the Budweiser ad is from somebody here in our fair city. Oh. Yeah. In the natty? Yeah. Cincy fan. Wow. Um, uh, who says, <laughs> stay the F out of politics and just sell a good product. Well. Well. I love the city. I know. There's two sides to that, though. Because now, because we're seeing people want brands to be more socially aware and conscious of what's going on in cultures, but then you have people like that are like, just stay out of it and sell the mm-hmm, product. Mm-hmm. Which one? <laughs> I 
That's why we. That's I don't feel bad for Budweiser, by the way. Yeah. At all. But that question is why we, you and I have jobs. Yeah, that's Thank true. You. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Love it. Um, and then somebody else, thankfully, I'm not sure if this person is from Cincinnati or not, said, you know, where the hell is the straight flag? Oh, God. I just feel like, it's like the same thing when people say, like, can we have White History Month? <laughs> like, you guys. Is it always? I just feel like, you guys, come on. Come on, guys. So, um. Yeah, this kind of appropriation, taking these symbols for the purposes of, I think, selling the product, yeah, is is difficult because we saw that Oreo did something like this, like, and mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago. It, it was like 2012, 2013, maybe 14. I'm not sure, but they did an ad where during Pride, they had the two chocolate sandwich cookies, and in between the cream was different layers of colors of the rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, some people were like, I'm never going to, you know, I'm yeah, never going to eat an Oreo exactly. again. I'm boycotting them, which, A, is a damn lie because <laughs> or, they're too delicious. I'm sorry. Um, and we didn't get a whole lot of traction. Um, they got a lot of positive response to it, unlike yeah. this ad for the, or this campaign that Budweiser is doing. And I think it's the difference is Oreo was just like, here's a. Happy Pride. Right. So we celebrate all the love. Mm-hmm. Happy Pride. I think Budweiser has pivoted from just a message of support and love to like also buy all of our beer. Exactly. Yeah. That's where it got weird for me. It was like if they had used their current product, like if it was the flags on a can mm-hmm. and they were just like, we're celebrating Pride, not saying you have to buy this at all. Mm-hmm. Don't You don't have to buy our beer. Mm-hmm. We're just, we're with you. Yeah. But this is like their cups. I don't even know if they usually sell cups. If they do, no one knew. Yeah. And it looks so it looks like a new product that you're putting this flag on. It's like, well buy these cups too while you support. Like it's just no. And yeah. I love the fact not love the fact, but I picked up the fact that it's like Budweiser US said nothing. Yes. Like at all. Yeah, this is a UK. And they're like UK, you you go ahead and try that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Let y'all know how it goes over here. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's not going. Yeah. <laughs> These swings and misses keep happening. I will applaud Budweiser for, I think, trying at the, or Budweiser UK for at least at the very beginning, mm-hmm. trying to like reach out to folks at work in those communities who have boots on the ground, who know, you know, the issues facing um, their constituents and really try to work with charities to. Um, celebrate diversity and also oh, like really? give something they back. So they did. Oh, okay. We are clearly saying that it did not work. Yeah. But, um, or, you know, who's to say? Maybe there are people who feel the exact opposite. I just mm-hmm. have, in looking through the reports, not seen the level of support that Oreo got and really seen a lot of backlash around this. Yeah. So, um, you know, it happens. Uh, a lot of the Budweiser's charity partners came out in support and said, you know, we thought about this long and hard. We mm-hmm. think this is the right thing to do. We're going to see, I, I would imagine in the next week or so, some message from Budweiser UK around what their actual response is to this. Right, yeah. So we'll see how they handle it. Hopefully Very they don't end up on where's the brief for their response. Exactly. Yikes. <laughs> don't, you don't want to end up there. Yeah. <sighs> 
So here we go. This is Appropriation Smackdown part... No, it's not part two. It's version two. Mm-hmm. 2.0. We didn't even get to do a costume change. <laughs> we were in the same outfits. Uh, but yeah, Budweiser, d- praying for you. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> Don't... Don't screw it up. Don't up. Yeah. <laughs> this is Jordan. And this is Jen. Coming back. Because we're done with this week's episode of... Because Black. It's actually called This Week and not This Week. So (laughs) (laughs) we should probably do it again.